0: Welcome to another episode of believing God's promises where we don't just read the word but believe what it says. I so I want to apologize for not being on the last 2 weeks. I honestly there's just been so much. I I I don't even have an excuse except for the fact that 2 weeks ago we actually uh, lost our internet. And I was going to go to my daughter's house to do it. And then I got a text from my son. He uh, thought their school was being shot up. My husband's, it wasn't, they're fine. They were on a lockdown. It was a precautionary thing, but he thought they were about to die. Uh, my husband's trailer got stolen. It was just like one thing after another, after another, after another, and um, that whole week. And then the next week, same thing. Um, my daughter, Her she got in a, a car accident. She's okay. She was involved in a hit and run. And then while her car was waiting, we have to laugh about it now, right? Uh, some of these things are just like, I don't even know. But this was on that last Friday. Um, it got hit. It was on the side of the road. And then it got hit three more times during the course of like an hour or two while she was waiting for the tow truck. Now she was in another car again. She's fine. She's, she's okay. She's not physically damaged. Her car is a mess, uh, but that's okay. God is good. And he's working all of those things out. But my point is, is that it's just been, you know, crazy things where I absolutely could not get on and even apologize to you guys for not doing the video, but that's life, isn't it? And, and that's the whole thing is that, in the midst of the things that we go through, God is still God. That never changes. He doesn't change who he is because of our circumstances. And so we are doing this series on Psalm 23. I'm not sure what this is going to look like because I wanted, I had, a, I had a schedule and in that schedule is messed up. And that was hard for me at first, but you know what? Again, God is good. And I have to trust that it's going to work out. So I'm going to do the second verse today. Um, we were on the first verse, like Three weeks ago, um, but what I want to do before we start is I want to reread Psalm 23 as a whole, um, so that we can just go back to that place of listening. Because the truth is, is that so many of us in this season, so many of us Christians, sometimes fight to really be joyful and 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 really have hope and really hold on to what the world calls the Christmas spirit, right? And and there's this pressure as Christians to think that we have to have it all together for Christmas and that we have to look at it a certain way and that we have to not be real um, during the season because, you know, that's not very Christian like of us. But the truth is, is that we all go through hardships. We all go through hard times. And, And this is a time where, yes, we're excited because we're talking about Jesus's birth, but we're also In the midst of struggles all of us are all of us are in the midst of struggles and 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 maybe that's something big in your life that's happened or maybe it's a bunch of smaller things or maybe it's a mixture of both but whatever that looks like god is with us and so we're going through psalm 23 together because sometimes we walk through the valley of the shadow of death and we're looking at where god is in the midst of that so let's go ahead and read psalm 23 again And I'm reading from the NIV version. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen and amen. That's so good. And and we're breaking this scripture down piece by piece, verse by verse. So we're going to look at verse two today. And that is where he says, he makes me lie down in green pastures He leads me beside quiet waters. I love that. It's so, just even reading that, it's like you want to slow down. You want to be there in the moment with Jesus. You know, a few weeks ago, whenever the crazy started is what I called it, when the crazy started, I just feel like the enemy has just been attacking us one thing after another. Like I said, there's been a lot. Um, there's been a lot, and and I named a few of the things, but there's so much more than that that's been going on, just the enemy coming after our family, after our marriage, after our kids, after people I know. I had someone I know uh, take his own life, and that's that's so hard to process. You know, being a, a pastor and a preacher, you you question, oh, did I share Jesus? You know, just some of those things that you go through, and in the midst of all of that, um, I was really struggling. And And so Nathan and I decided that we were going to take a weekend away, and we are going to go to cabin that we go to. And when we did that, we got there and and we were both just kind of like, ah, you know, at each other. And we said, you know what, we need to go and we need to spend some time with God first. So we separated and I went in the bedroom. He stayed in the living room and we just spent some time with the Lord. And when I went into the room and I sat down, I had my Bible, I had my journal and, and, and I just cried out before the Lord. And I was like, God, I, I need something. I need to hear your voice. God, give me something. And, and you know, this, this Bible, our Bible, this is how God speaks to us. This is one of the many ways that he speaks to us. And so I opened up my Bible and I just happened to get, cause I have it marked for this series. I had already done the, the first, um, the first verse. And, and so I had it marked in my Bible already. I just opened up to it and he brought me to this part of the past passage where it says that he, makes me lie down in green pastures and that he leads me beside quiet waters. And in that moment, I just closed my eyes and I was just like, yes, God, you are good. And you are faithful. God, show me what that looks like in this moment in my life. And so in that, I had my eyes closed. And in my mind's eye, the Lord gave me a vision. And in this vision, It was me walking and in this space that was just, oh, I love the mountains. And I think that's why he gave me um, this this certain scenery around me. But behind me, I could feel all the chaos. I could feel all the pain. I could feel the the murder and the crime and the hate and the the thieves and all the things of this world that are dark, all the pain, all the anxiety, all the depression. I could feel it. I could sense it behind me. But as I began to walk, I look over and I see Jesus. And I knew in that moment that everything was going to be okay, because he was there with me. And so we walked and we went down this trail. And it's actually interesting because a lot of the visions that the Lord gives me, I've never been to the place before. But for some reason, this vision that God gave me, it it was very much like a place that Nathan and I just happened to stumble upon a few years ago when we were out hiking in the mountains. And so we go down this hill down this hill, and and we look out, and all of a sudden, I see this beautiful lake that is covered in snow, and it is so pretty. It is just beautiful, and behind it, there's this mountain, and it's just like all covered in snow, and I could just... Even smell the crisp mountain air. And I just I love being out in the mountains. And so this was like a perfect representation to me of of what God was trying to speak to me in that moment. And so we continue to walk down this path and we get to the lake. And I don't know how we didn't get snow all over us, but we laid down, you know, it's a vision from God. So everything worked out great, right? (laughs) But we laid down in the grass that had it did have snow, and I just, I wasn't cold. It was just perfect. I laid down and I looked over to my Right, and I saw Jesus, and he was just smiling at me. And and it was beautiful because then I looked over to my left, and I don't even know how Nathan got there or where he was in this process, but he was just laying there next to me on my left side, and he was just smiling at me. And we were at such peace. And, And even though I knew all the crazy was right behind me, all the crazy was right there, it was like as I was walking, I began to let go of that. I was no longer letting that crazy dictate my peace dictate my rest and I began to see what God is trying to show us in this scripture and and it was so beautiful and I believe this is a word for some of you that are going through difficult times because I'm telling you I understand and God understands and and you know Jesus tells us that in this world we're going to have trouble he makes that so clear to the disciples because he wants them to understand that this world is far from perfect this world is Dark. This world is hurting. This world. There's going to be pain. There's going to be heartache. There's going to be stolen trailers. There's going to be kids that get weird um, diseases. There's going to be sickness. There's going to be death. There's going to be people that take their lives. There's going to be things that happen to us that we don't understand. But Jesus doesn't leave us there, right? What does He say in John 16:33? He says, "In this world you will have trouble. But take heart." Take heart, guys. Take heart. You're going to have trouble. You're going to have heartache. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have times that you don't think you can make it another day. But you know what? God is bigger than that. So take heart. Jesus has overcome the world. He has overcome the world. So it's not just that we sit here and we think about heaven all day and we think about the day that we die. No, it's that in this world, Jesus promises that he will give us peace. He's already given us peace. It says, I have told you these things so that in me, in Jesus, you may have peace. See, it's not in the world. We can't have peace in the world because if we had peace in the world, then it wouldn't be real peace, would it? Because there's nothing concrete in this world. It's all jacked up. It's all full of darkness. Like, this is the world we live in. It's so broken. But in Jesus, we can have peace. We can have rest. We can rest in the fact that we know that God is working and we know that He is good. And we know that He is working on our behalf. We know that He loves us. We know that He's forgiven us. We can hold on to those things that we know about God's character, about who He is. And it will give get us through. We can go to that beautiful, quiet place that God shows us in visions and dreams. We can go to that place with Jesus and know that even though the chaos and the burdens and the heartache and the death and the separation and all the horrible things are behind us, but we can stay in that moment with Jesus. And so this was the word that I felt like I needed to share today with you guys. I feel like there's so many of you that feel like, one, the pressure of having to act like everything's all together and. And and you're all great. And you're, you know, you've got the Christmas spirit and you're so excited. And yes, Jesus is here, right? We're so grateful for that. and, And we do have joy and we do have hope and love and peace and all of those things. But let's talk about the real stuff today. Some of you are hurting so bad and you just need to get it out. You just need to go and talk to someone. Well, I'm telling you, today's the day. Go and find someone to tell them, hey, I've been struggling and I know God's good. And I know he loves me, but this is still hard. This still hurts, you know? I'm telling you right now, I'm struggling. Like I'm struggling in this Christmas season. Like I don't understand some of the things that are going on in my life, but I know that God is good. And I know that he is faithful. And I know that I know that I can sit in that quiet, still place with Jesus. And that's enough that will get me through. But I am not going to let my circumstances, I am not going to let the pain, I am not going to let all of the things that are happening to me, I am not going to let all of that dictate my peace and dictate my rest. And I want to encourage you to do the same. I want to encourage you today to surrender it. And I talk about this a lot, but what does it mean to surrender? What does it mean to surrender to Jesus? It means to just go before Him. Even if you don't even know how you're going to let go of that thing that you're holding on to, it means to go before Him and say, God, I can't do this anymore. I don't even know what to do. I don't know how to step forward. I I don't know where to go, but I want to be with you in that still quiet place. I want to spend time with you in that place, God. I want to rest in you. I want to have this peace that Jesus paid for me to have. I don't want to live in anguish. I don't want to live in hatred. I don't want to live in denial. I don't want to live in depression. I don't want to live in anxiety anymore. I want to I want to walk in the freedom that Jesus paid for me to have. So today I want to encourage you to one, go and find someone to talk to about whatever it is that you're going through, go and get it out, go and say it out loud and just say, this is hard. This is grueling. This is something that I was ashamed to talk about, but you know what? There is now no condemnation in Christ. That shame is from the enemy. And we rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You don't have to live in that anymore. You can throw that thing out the window because that is not who you are. So find Father, we just thank you for whoever it is right now that's struggling with shame and guilt and condemnation. God, I just thank you, God, that you're breaking that thing over them right now in the name of Jesus. God, I just thank you that you are bringing them to this new place of freedom. God, give them a vision. God, give them the vision like you gave me, God, but make it applicable to them, God, and show them that you love them. Show them that you are proud of them, that they are a son or a daughter of the King. That that you have died for them, that you have forgiven them, and. And that all is well because they are in you and you are in them. Yeah. So uh, we went there. We prayed, guys. My point is, is that you need to find someone to talk to. You need to find someone to let these things out and then begin to surrender that to the Lord, begin to surrender and just say, if it's all you can do is come before him and say, I can't, that's enough. I wanna say that that's enough. Just say, God, I can't. That is surrendering, is saying, I can't. I told God the other day, I was like, I can't do this anymore, Lord, I can't do that. And he's like, gets so excited whenever I surrender to him because so often I try to pick everything up and carry it. But it's in those moments of surrender that we step back and we allow God to be God. We allow God to be God. See, one of my biggest problems is whenever I face a problem, I struggle. I want to pick it up myself. I want to try to figure it out. I run to myself. What is it you run to? What is the thing that you run to whenever you begin to struggle? What is it? What is the thing that you go to and, and you've made your God in your life? Is it you? Is it a substance? Is it a person? Is it a place? Is it your mind? What is it that you go to? God is asking us to come to Him. Because if we come to Him, He will take us. He will make us lie down in green pastures. He will lead us beside still quiet waters, and we will be able to rest in peace in him, even in the midst of all of the pain, even in the midst of the most difficult things, even in the midst of the hardest things that you will ever go through, you will still be able to rest in him and have peace in him. And that is an amazing God. That is an amazing God. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, I'm going to pray for you guys um, because I just I just really feel like a lot of you are struggling. And I want you to know it's okay. It is okay to not be okay. But God doesn't want you to stay stuck there. He wants to bring you out of that because Jesus already paid for it. Why not enjoy what has already been paid for? Amen. All right. So, Father, I just thank you for every person watching God. And I just thank you, God, that you are speaking to individual people right now, God. As they're watching, God, whether it be online live, whether it be on a podcast later, wherever they're watching, you see them, and this message is for them. It doesn't matter if you're watching this 10 years from now, guys, God is speaking to you. So, Father, I just thank you for that, God. I thank you for what you're doing in each and every person's life right now, God. I thank you that you're bringing them closer to you, God, that you're showing them and preparing a place for them, God, and that you've already prepared a place for them, God, and not just in heaven, but here on earth, God to be able to walk in rest and peace as they're going through trials, as they're going through tribulations, as they're going through difficult times in this Christmas season, God. And God, we thank you that you did send your son, God, And that that doesn't mean that we have to be something we're not and act like we're all okay and act like we're perfect and fit in our little box. But God, that we could be real and that we can be raw and that we can go to you, God, so that other people will see that we're just like them, God. And we just ask that you don't let our pain go in vain, God. We ask that you don't let our pain go in vain, God, and you use every person's story that's watching to be able to witness to someone to glorify you, God, and to love them. Father, I thank you for that, God. I thank you for every person that is watching, God. I thank you that you bless them and that you keep them, God, and that your face will shine upon them. In Jesus' name, amen.